Hey everyone, it's Aaliyah Henry, and you're listening to The Aaliyah Henry Show. Expect to hear insightful interviews and panel discussions covering community, entrepreneurship, health, and women's empowerment. Don't miss out. Keep listening. The Aaliyah Henry Show is up next. The benefits of inclusion for students with disabilities extend beyond academic results. Today, we'll take a deep dive into what inclusive education looks like. Joining me from Bridgeway Preparatory Academy is Dr. Natalie Davenport, Founder and Superintendent, and Dr. Brandy Taylor-Dayday, Assistant Superintendent. Don't go anywhere. The Aaliyah Henry Show is up next. Well, hello, ladies. I'm so excited to have you with us. And um, it's kind of interesting. So I just learned a little bit about Bridgeway um, Preparatory Academy, and it's relatively new, mm -hmm. um, but it is a public charter school here in um, Dallas, in the North Dallas area. And so one of the things that intrigued me about um, the school is its commitment to inclusive instructional approach. And so I definitely wanted to like find out a little bit more, um, but I would love to just lead into our conversation um, with you just sharing with our audience what is inclusive instructional approach? Like what, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. um, and why, why are you committed to it? So first of all, thank you for uh, allowing us to be here today. We love to go anywhere where we can talk about Bridgeway and the awesome <laughs> things that are happening in the school. Of course. Um, so I, I thank you for that. So inclusion means different things to different people. So I, I will talk to you about what inclusion really means to me and why um, I was so committed to um, offering this as an educational um, option for families. So you'll hear um, school districts say we have inclusion programs. Yes. And generally that is a student who uh, comes in who needs a different type of instruction for some of the day, but then we'll go into the setting with what we call neurotypical peers, which is just, you know, the regular students in the regular classroom and spend part of the day there. And that's great um, if that's the option that the parent chooses. What I wanted to do was offer a different option, and I could spend hours talking about the philosophy behind it. Sure. But what I tell people is that we are an inclusion school. Okay. We don't offer inclusion classes. So we are committed when a family comes to the school and developing a program for that child mm -hmm. that can be implemented in the regular ed environment. So that child spends his days with his neurotypical friends like he will spend his life in an environment oh, with children and adults who are what we call average, normal, whatever the terminology may be. Very good. Okay, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. So it seems obviously that it's that the school itself is very unique. Mm -hmm. So talk about the difference between the children 
and them and how they're impacted with this type of environment? That is a great question and um, one that many families ask us, wouldn't, wouldn't mm -hmm. you say, Dr. Dede? Um, so what we strive to do with our children is, first of all, help them understand that they are fully accepted. That's good. The uniquenesses that they come to this world with are just uniquenesses. Yeah. Not good, not bad. And so they're invited into the regular ed environment um, because that's where they belong. But there's a serendipity in that process as well because not only does that child with a uniqueness benefit, but the child who is starting school for the first time who comes into an environment and sees a child who may have some type of uniqueness, what they learn is that unique is just different. It's not bad. And so as they grow up, they have more of just a natural inclination mm -hmm. to interact with, uh, learn side by side, play side by side with the child that has neurodiversities. One of the challenges a lot of times with children who have unique needs, the play dates and all those things that are organic and regular uh, environments, they're not a part of. But just imagine, if you're a child that starts in the regular ed classroom mm -hmm. with the neurotypical child, then you get invited to the play dates because children just see you as one of their peers. That's true, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Share with us, um, you know, I think about Share with us a typical day. Mm -hmm. Dr. Dr. Day, 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 I'm going to let you have it. Well, it's, it's amazing. I have to tell you, being in the environment is so rewarding. Um, and just to watch our kids flourish in the way that, it, that they do is very inspiring. But a typical day at Bridgeway. So our kiddos arrive early in the morning. They mm -hmm. all join in the cafeteria together. Um, Together. Is it similar to like a family style? Mm -hmm. We have to be like round tables and we oh, were very, very nice. intentional about that very because we nice. wanted to promote conversation mm -hmm. um, with, with our students. And so they gather together, those who want to eat breakfast, if they don't, that's fine. They can be in the same space and they dine together and they go to their respective classrooms where they have morning meeting. Everyone gathers together on the rug. And for those of our friends who may be a little too stimulated, you know, sure. they may have a little ball, you know, in the corner or just a little space that they can, you know, be at, you know, near their peers, but just on the side until they're ready to rejoin, mm -hmm. you know, their group. Because again, we are accommodating to kids with a variety of needs. And so when they're ready, they come on back in, you know, to the fold and they again, you know, work with their peers and discuss how their morning's going and get ready for mm -hmm. the day. Okay. And then... They go to their seats, they receive full group instruction, then mm -hmm. or individualized if need be, and we have flexible seating. And so oh, what that means is that we can move desks around so we can nice. promote group work, or if a student needs to just be separated for a brief period to work, mm -hmm. they have that option. Or if they need to stand near their desk just because I have too much energy right. and I need yeah. to be able to work, right. that is welcomed and okay because again, our focus is very individualized in how we work with our students. Every child has their own community learning plan. Because again, we want to focus on the individual that child, child. That's right. But yet collectively. Yeah. Right? Good. And so, and then again, they go to their lunch periods, their um, electives, not electives, what is it? Special. Special. So PE, art, Mandarin, nice. and Spanish. Um, 
they have both options. And that. so they they get to participate in, in these global languages. Mm -hmm. And then um, we end our day together with um, a time we call RTI or response to intervention. Response so that's an extra hour at the end of the day where they can get personalized instruction to either enrich a mm -hmm. subject area or to get some more support in a subject area. Okay. So, so oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was just going to say, mm -hmm. a child's day is dictated by mm -hmm. what we call the community learning plan. Mm -hmm. And what's okay. really unique about how we start a child in our school. Sometimes parents will enter a child and they want to tell all the good things, but they don't want to say anything about, well, sometimes this child gets upset or, sure. you know. So what we do is we develop a needs assessment mm -hmm. before the child begins school. And we say to the parent, we do have your child eight hours a day, but you yeah. are the expert on your child and you know everything about uh, what uh, makes them happy, what makes them sad, what triggers them. And so we mm -hmm. sit down together and sometimes even with the child before they uh, actually enter the school and we talk about what are our goals. Mm -hmm. So it's very personalized mm -hmm. yeah. to, the ch to the child. And then what happens throughout the year because the parent knows that we want to know on a daily basis did he get sleep last night? Yeah. Was she up? Was there some turmoil? Is there something happening? So what we get every day from our parents, if there's been something that might cause the child not to have the best day, we get that in advance. So we can set up the environment to make sure that that child gets what they need to have a successful day. That's gotta be very, um, just comforting for a parent, you know, I think, and I'm, and I'm a parent, and so mm -hmm. certainly um, if I'm a parent with a child with not as many unique, right. si you know, um, situations, so, but you still worry, yeah. you still think about yeah. they didn't get enough sleep because right. they stayed up a little right. bit later, right. or maybe something was going on right. that night and mm -hmm. they didn't sleep well, or maybe they were mm -hmm. up a couple mm -hmm. of times because mm -hmm. they're just growing, right. all of that good right. stuff. But, right. you know, you think about that child's day. You know, um, I, re I just recently had to email a teacher mm -hmm. to let um, them know something that was happening, mm -hmm. but I just wanted her to understand what was happening um, so that just in case she saw something different, right. she would know. And, mm -hmm. you know, and so certainly I just did that because I, you know, I thought to do it. Right. But certainly... I think that for any parent, just knowing that yeah. their child is going to be safe and, and feel comforted right. if need be is so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and accepted for whatever right. behavior behavioral thing happens. Right. Because unfortunately, we don't know how how we respond as adults. Right. Sometimes right. we don't know how yeah. we respond to things. Yeah. We could be calm, cool, and collective right. under high, high stress. Right. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden... Right. something just happens right, right. so that's I, I love hearing that because it definitely um, you know as you um, think about parents that are looking for mm -hmm. the right school mm -hmm. for their child I mean certainly those are things that are you know things to think about as placing your child yeah and I, I'm gonna ask Dr. Dada to talk a little bit about dojo because it's new to me but um, I think as you mentioned you email the school 
one of the great things our parents have the opportunity to do all day long is know what's happening with their mm -hmm. child in each classroom. Did they pay attention? Did they have their homework? Nice. Are, are mm -hmm. they having a little trouble staying in their seat? Were they amazing today mm -hmm. in math class? It's something that we communicate with them all ongoing through the day. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. So what she was sharing is there's a tool, Class mm -hmm. Dojo, okay. um, that again allows parents to see their child's progress period by period, nice. you know, and they get points, earn points. So it works with our school-wide positive behavior program. Mm -hmm. where they get to earn Panda Bucks and they look forward to those Panda Bucks because they get to shop every two weeks <laughs> Love for it. little trinkets. So, um, so again, I am a parent of a child there. So I love that mm -hmm. I can get those updates and I know what to praise my child for and also sure. what to offer some redirection mm -hmm. on, right? Yeah. Because we do need a little redirection, of course. you know? And then, um, because again, the foundation of what we do, um, it rests on us being able to communicate freely with parents. And so mm -hmm. we have what we call an open door policy and that uh, parents are not off limits to the school. And, yeah. you know, we have heard countless times that parents say, wow, we can just show up. Yeah, just come, you know, <laughs> look, look through yeah. the classroom window, see what's happening, come right. have lunch with your right. child right. because you need to know what's happening, right. you know, in the school environment. Because again, you are your child's first teacher mm -hmm. and there's information, you are the expert in your child. We're experts in our own field, right? right. But but you are the expert in your child, so we're going to bring our expertise together right. and support yeah. your child. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Talk about um, the talk about the I would say the application process. Mm -hmm. How does that work for a family? Because certainly, um, I know that there are all types of parents looking for the yeah. right right the right school, right. the right program, the right after school program, but how do we find out about what you all are doing? Sure, so you can um, go to our website, www.bridgewaypreparatory.org, and we have a link there to enroll, student enrollment link, and right now we're in open enrollment season, so right. what that means is that um, at March 31st is when the portal closes, and if there are more applications than there are seats available, then we go into what is called the lottery. And so they draw draw names um, for seats. So it's very important to go ahead and put that application, you know, in now. And it's a two pager, very brief. Um, but what we encourage our families to do when they call is put the application, but come see us. You know, right. come talk yeah. to us, come yeah. tour the school. Exactly. Because yeah. again, um, there's nothing like being at Bridgeway. We can right. talk about it all day, well, but sure. when you walk the halls, it's a totally different story. It's a totally different yeah. story. Yeah. We have had people sure. come in and say things like. Wow, you should be on CMU. <laughs> <laughs> One day. <laughs> One day we One might day. be. <laughs> All three of us. Right, right, right. right. So talk about how many students are typically at the school. Talk about the class mm -hmm. sizes. Right. So our classes um, are no more than 16 students yes. to two staff. We have an eight to one student teacher ratio, but it's funny because mm -hmm. generally there are four or five adults in the classroom because we are an inclusion model. Mm -hmm. So as, as to the degree possible, we will provide supports in the classroom. Like we have social emotional programming in the school and for children, the best way they learn is through interaction with mm -hmm. their peers, mm -hmm. not in isolation. Yeah. And so our, um, 
our behavioral programmer goes into the regular ed environment and provides that social programming there in the environment. And our other, um, what we call related services personnel do the same thing. You might go into a classroom and there may be a speech pathologist in there, mm -hmm. an occupational therapist in there, a counselor in there. Um, uh, the Dallas Black Dance Theater comes and does nice. uh, programming with our school. And so while we do have that eight to one student teacher ratio, a lot of times there are other uh, adults supporting students in the classroom because when you have personalized learning, mm -hmm. it takes more staff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it takes sure. more staff. Yeah. So as a former nonprofit CEO, like okay. right now my wheels are turning about the day-to-day -day that's right. happening right. Yeah. every way. Um, so my next question is kind of twofold. Talk about the difference between funding of the standard general educational school versus just an education school. So generally, in, in just a regular like community neighborhood ISD, I think the average class size might be 20 uh, students to a teacher. Um, as with charter schools, you get ADA, average daily attendance funding for each student. Okay. And there are some formulas that I won't bore you with right okay. at this point. But like the, the community school, that's the basic funding that we get. Then okay. we get additional funding for additional types of programs for children who might be Eng English language learners or okay. children who um, have unique needs. Um, for us, we knew from the beginning mm -hmm. that the money that would be received from the Texas Education Agency would not be enough to sustain the type of program that mm -hmm. we are committed to having with integrity. Okay. So um, fundraising is an ongoing thing mm -hmm. every day, all the time. Okay. All the time. So no different. Because yes. I was thinking, yeah. I was, my, my mind was going there for a minute. I was like, how do we fund this? Yes. Um, so talk about what is going to be needed from the community to move Bridgeway's mission forward. What does yeah. that look like? So um, bringing awareness mm -hmm. of Bridgeway to the community. Um, because, again, we're kind of like that hidden gem, but we're not going to stay hidden for long. I mean, right. it's... Um, right. I know that we're, we are blossoming, flourishing, all of that good stuff, but helping to spread the word mm -hmm. about um, what it is that we do and what we provide for families and children. And then, of course, um, relationships with corporate donors, you know, mm -hmm. cor corporations yeah. who are um, invested in what we are invested in. Um, they have the same mission, the same belief about how to serve families and children. Yeah. Right and then just individuals in the community who may want to come mm -hmm. volunteer, mm -hmm. you know, just spend time mm -hmm. with children, mentor. Uh, we're looking and need all of those things to, you know, sustain our programming. What would you, what would yeah, you say? I mean, yeah, I mean, I agree, yeah. I agree with all of those. You know, yeah. our uh, commitment is to mm -hmm. really be a resource for our yeah. community. Mm -hmm. okay. So not just a school in a community. Right but a place where families who may or may not be at the school, who their children may not be enrolled mm -hmm. in the school, mm -hmm. but um, are curious about some of the types of programs we offer and why we offer those yeah. programs. Uh, we have a long-term commitment to be um, associated with a college program mm -hmm. because we know teachers are being trained every day. Mm -hmm. And how amazing mm -hmm. would it be 
Um, I, I was a teacher myself. Um, I had to do student teaching. How awesome would it be to go into a school like Bridgeway that has such a unique paradigm? You'll take that skill set wherever uh -huh. you go, sure. you know? Exactly. And so our, our commitment is really to be that community resource, not only um, just for the families that attend, but for other school systems, because um, about 45% of our students are students with diagnosed unique needs. So we've okay. got a great um, diversity in our program. We have very gifted and talented mm -hmm. students, and some of our students with unique needs are also very gifted and talented. Sure. But we just have a nice diversity, and uh, but we have a much larger number of children that uh, may need some extra supports. Mm -hmm. And with that, we can talk to other schools about how we do that. Yeah, that, you yeah. know, that makes sense. Yeah. So, what do you? What tips do you offer for? a parent who is kind of struggling to find the right environment for their child. I mean, I think we all think about what should be right. Right. But what tips would you offer or guidance? Mm -hmm. I would say one tip right offhand that I think about is the school should feel like an extension of home. Mm -hmm. That's good. To me, that's that was important for me, mm -hmm. you know, as a parent when we started this school journey uh, since my kiddo has been two. But I have to feel like she's in a place where not only she's safe, but loved, nurtured, and being enriched. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's got to have that balance because what's the point of an environment that just emphasizes academics and nothing else? That That's not a balanced approach. And so look for all of those elements. Look for a balanced environment when trying to find a placement for your kiddo. And then also one of the things mm -hmm. we do with parents is we mm -hmm. actually invite them to come and mm -hmm. bring their babies to spend a day mm -hmm. in the classroom. And it's been so cute on a couple of occasions, the children didn't want to leave. Yeah. Yeah. They just, okay, I'm ready to start now. You can, mm -hmm. you can go home. And um, I think that's really important because children get a good sense of what's mm -hmm. a good fit for them mm -hmm. as well. Um, so visiting the environment, um, looking at the types of programs that are offered. Okay. We are committed, and I know you hear this a lot, but we really do this. We are committed to the whole child. Mm -hmm. We have programs to help families who may have additional uh, needs mm -hmm. to enable them to support their, their child in, the in, in their education. And so, um, yeah. That's good. Yeah. So did you always know that you, at some point in life, mm -hmm. you'd build a school? Yeah, yeah. I, I knew at six. Yeah. That's I good. At six. I had a, my mother was a teacher. And I tell this story, so I'm going to make it very brief, but standing in a chair, writing on the board, teaching to imaginary audience, and uh -huh. just knowing that one day not only would I be a teacher, but I, I have always been, I've always gravitated toward uh, children who were unique and special. And so I am in seventh heaven every day. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I, yeah, it's it's. <laughs> Just a, an amazing environment, and there's so much love. You know, mm -hmm. we give out hugs all oh, the time. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, now we have to say 
ask your teacher before you run out of the room <laughs> yeah. and give Dr. D one or D Dr. D two a hug, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, so always know. And, and Brandy has approached this from somewhat of a different perspective, mm -hmm. but also uh, in her systems approach to working yeah. with children. Yeah. yeah, so. And you talked about your child being in the same environment mm -hmm. as you. How does that, how do you, how do you feel about that throughout the day? Do you, are you, I mean, obviously it's comforting because you yeah. can always check on. Yeah, but you know what? I give her her space, mm -hmm. okay? right? And I always let the teachers know when it's time to have a conference. Okay, I'm taking off. This is not Dr. Day Day yeah. here. This is Brandy. I'm parent <laughs> first, you know. Yeah. So let's talk and let's figure out how to support, you know, my kiddo. But it was very important for me when we started mm -hmm. this journey together for my entire family to be a part of it because mm -hmm. I would not build a system for other kids and not include my own. Yeah. And so we've done this together and it has been the most rewarding experience. Yeah. I would not change it for the world. Oh, mm -hmm. this is so good. It's, yeah. it's, it's, I mean, it's so inspiring just mm -hmm. to hear um, you all talk about the school, the kids, the environment, mm -hmm. because I think just in general, right. all parents, mm -hmm. I mean, our kids are at school for seven and a half yes. hours a day. So, <laughs> right. Right. you know, right. we want to send them there. We want them right. to come home mm -hmm. safe. Right. We want them exactly. to, you know, come back and tell us mm -hmm. about their day or, or if we be able to see them mm -hmm. do whatever they've learned, all of that good stuff. And so I think as a parent, we all have the same yeah. goals and dreams for yeah. our kiddos, yeah. you know. And so certainly having this model where all children really can be um, taught and with that, and with with the thought of that, they're all the same. They're all equal. I think you just made the most important point of this whole program that we have. All parents mm -hmm. want their children to grow up and be them their best yes. selves. Yeah. What happens a lot of times with children with unique needs? Those parents' dreams are crushed because all of a sudden, what's communicated to them is that. Um, don't have that expectation for your child. One of the things that helps me to know that this works is because I've spent the last 30 years mm -hmm. working with children mm -hmm. who have now grown up, who had unique needs, and they are physicians, they are mm -hmm. CPAs, they are dietitians, they are attorneys, because my communication was always have the, the greatest expectations for your child. Your child has a uniqueness, mm -hmm. and there are things that we can do to compensate for that. And then the other thing that I think is just as important, one of the things we do is teach our parents and our children to be advocates for themselves, mm -hmm. because we only go to the fifth grade. And so they will leave us, and they will go into systems that might have a different perception mm -hmm. of what a child with a unique need can do. But we will equip those parents so they'll know their rights. They'll know, um, the children will know how they learn best. Our motto is, is that we're building expert learners. And expert learners are children who know how they learn best. And they can communicate that. They can mm -hmm. situate themselves in a classroom so that they can get the instruction. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm so looking forward to coming out and taking a tour, Please certainly. Yeah. Um, because, again, I think, you know, and even in this space, as parents, everybody's always asking, too. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I, 
uh, recently had a neighbor a couple of years ago and they actually moved their child out of mm -hmm. the public school right. pretty early and then um, decided to teach from home. Yeah. But one of the things um, is that they found what made sense yes. at the time, right. you know, and right. then, you know, and that's what it's all about, it is. you know, and I think it as is. parents, we call each other to figure it out. Oh, right. do you know what's, right. you know, if there's an opportunity, there's right. a school, there's a program, because that's what we typically do is talk this through. Mm -hmm. And so certainly just to hear of other options mm -hmm. and not just an option, mm -hmm. but like the full mm -hmm. gamut, right. like you're getting, right. you know, top of the line, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, education, right. but then support right. at that. Because again, I think what you said is supporting them beyond. And that's yeah. sometimes where people do fall short. Yeah, it is. So. Mm -hmm. Well, I, this has just been, this is just really great <laughs> to talk to y'all about this. And so, um, tell me once again, I want to make sure that people know how to find you all. Um, are you on Facebook? And yes. We are on Facebook. Okay, all your socials. Uh -huh. Good. And Instagram. Instagram. Bridgeway Prep okay. Texas. And of course, the website, bridgewayprepratory.org. Awesome. And you can call us at 214 257 8883. Oh, wonderful. Mm -hmm. It has been a pleasure um, to just meet you. Obviously, I've heard lots about you all. And so just to put names with faces and all that great stuff. Um, but certainly, um, I appreciate you and your time, but then also um, just loving on all these babies because that's we they're the that. future. They are. Yes, they are. Well, again, Dr. Dayday, Dr. Davenport, yes. thank you so much. Um, best of wishes to Bridgeport Preparatory yes. Academy. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening to The Aaliyah Henry Show. Remember, be bold enough to use your voice, brave enough to listen to your heart, and strong enough to live the life you've always imagined. See you next time.